and welcome to the Kingdom Enter Podcast. I'm Teresa Croft. I'm so glad you're listening today. If you've been asking yourself questions about identity, maybe trauma, maybe finding your voice and sharing your voice, well, you're going to love this guest that I have. Joining us is Steve Montano. Now, Steve is a son in the house at Bethel Reading. He's a BSSM graduate, passionate about practical chivalry and masculine emotional maturity, and he's offensively hungry for God. I think you'll be able to pick that up in this interview. So without further ado, I want to share an interview I had for the Redeem Your Voice Camp, and I want to share parts of it just with you. Wow. So uh, we have been really focusing and hammering on identity. Mm. Um, what would you take out of what God has just really whispered to you and helped you with your identity? You know, I, th- I honestly, I think it's just this daily seeking him and mm. saying, Father, what do you think? And, and whatever it is that he shares, take that, chew on it, internalize it, and and be willing to be moldable and what happens is over months and years you sort of build this history of trust that you're actually really hearing him and your heart becomes more moldable mm-hmm. for time and like his his fingerprints begin to really press in yeah. and rewire things internally it's so good yeah we talked we've talked on the voice camp where i've shared my story of how when I would get in front of God, it was ah, just talk, talk, talk to God. And then finally, a few years ago, God was saying, commune, like commune. And God was <laughs> saying, uh, let's, let's leave that to the second step. Why don't you just enjoy my presence? And so then I was like, so I was learning to like get up with my hot cup of coffee. And it's like, instead of ah, like, okay, father, thank you. What's on your mind? What are you dreaming about God? And, you know, the idea that I could minister to God was so radical, but that came as my identity came, as we've shared about the identity of, hey, wait, I'm his much loved daughter, you know? So, I mean, do you believe, I mean, I know I'm still working on my identity, and you're a third-year graduate, BSSM, where we get just drilled that. Dave and I went to uh, two years at Atlanta. How and I'm trying to think of how to ask this, has that grown or has that just been a continual, okay, I'm going to seek him in the secret place and let him talk to me. How, what's your journey as far as that? Mm, gosh. Um, you know, first I want to clarify, I've only done two out of three years. That's um, cool. Same yeah. here. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but honestly, the, the gap years that I've had, I think have been just as deep and beautiful with the Lord as if I took a third year, which I probably will. But um, I think a lot of it had to do with um, kind of being so undone before him that Mm. kind of realize um, I desperately need him. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the rewiring and healing that needs to take place from past traumas and whatnot. It, literally like he can do miraculous things in one second right. that would otherwise take years in counseling, for example. Yes. And so I thought, you know what, if I can just have countless moments of that one second and just what better place to be than in his presence. That's so good. Right. Wow. Trauma. 
that's something our, our, we talk about a lot, winning the drama of the trauma. I, myself, I, has a, I have a, such a different view of trauma because yeah. of understanding now physical trauma, of falling down the stairs at the beginning of the year. The ladies know that. And just learning to walk through that trauma in a healing way. What would you, what, do you have any keys for us about walking through trauma? From a place of being in this because yeah. I think I think people need to be reminded. I think my members need to be reminded that hey, you can continually walk in healing. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a brilliant question, Teresa. I think um, it it doesn't need to look any particular way. And um, the biggest thing I think is is to just is to get in his presence and let him do mm. what he will. And trust him completely, like yeah. really, really just, just let go of all expectations on what it needs to look like, sound like. Um, I've had days where um, I remember one particular day, it was a Sunday and I thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to the Sunday night service tonight. And I got up in the morning and had a whole list of things to do. And the Lord was like, no, actually, we're just going to spend all day together. Mm. And it's time for some heart surgery. And he cracked my heart open. And I literally cried all day, nonstop. And it's such a rare thing, especially as a guy. How do you, as a man, want to crack your heart open? And I just knew I had to surrender. And so mm -hmm. I gave the day to him. And, and that was such a healing time where he did miraculous work deep in my heart and healed so much because I let him. Wow. Praise God. That's good. Yeah. Because yeah. you surrendered. Yeah. And... Uh, Sometimes when you, you surrender, you feel like uh, you're falling in the sky. Or as the example I always use is you're, what are those guys? They're not, are they trapeze where you got your hand on the bar and, you're, and the bar's coming to you and God's saying, let go. And you're like, no, I can't. And then uh, the, the phrase that I remember a long time ago is throw your heart over the bar, which is mm. a surrender. And then boom, throw your heart over the bar. Boom. There oh, it is. So and, and God's like, hey, I'm the net. <laughs> but I don't want you to fall, but so throw your heart. So when you said that of as a guy surrendering, you had to throw your heart into the hands of God to handle the cracks and the pieces. Is that about right? Yeah, I would say so. And I think, um, you know, one kind of side effect of trauma in some cases is um, losing the ability to cry. So wow. Something is losing the ability to laugh or to experience emotions. Because when you kind of you, you go through enough trauma, you, your emotions will shut down and you can't selectively yeah. pick which one to shut down. Wow. Right. And so the, there's this beautiful process of the Lord sort of unlocking and healing each emotion at a time. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in my first year in school, I had no idea he, he was going to do this to me. Okay. But he hit me with supernatural joy. <laughs> okay. I became that drunk guy in school and okay. laughing every day. And laughter is medicine, right? And right. He yeah. Ridiculous amounts of medicine. Wow. That's beautiful. So you yeah. were the drunk guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah. I love it. Inebriated yeah. with the love of Jesus. They can right. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, you know, um, I was a stuffer all my life. So I've had to, as I've grown in my identity, I've had to realize, wait, I, a stuffer has such fertile soil for fear mm. and everything else. And God gave me this, uh, 
Dave was laying the FRP, which there's a word for that, in construction. And, I, and God had been working on identity restoration and how to teach it, but mainly on me. And he gave me, this is kind of what I think you're saying, FRP. F is you stay focused. You don't check out. And anything that doesn't have faith, hope, or righteousness, you bring it into the R, reality. So mm -hmm. feel it. But be real. God gave us our emotions. But just as soon as you get that feeling, then you bring the P in, which is the presence and the promise. So we get to feel these things, and then we get to grab a promise. God will never leave me nor forsake mm -hmm. me. You know, And call those things and not as though they are. And that's kind of like a, uh, every day throughout the day you can do that you can i know sometimes i get hit with an e or something an email i'm like oh i lost that compass of my heart of peace and hope what and so i'll go back in my mind what what happened okay two hours ago i got this email so i'm going to bring it back and you know i'm not dr leaf but she says when you do that there's actually a recalibration. There's something that happens in your neurons of your brain that that's actually a very healthy thing to grab it and then pull it into the present, feel it, and then boom. I, I This is just my version because I, I don't ever want to get in Dr. Caroline Leaf's lane. I can't even get in her shadow, you know, with the brain. And I love her, though, so that's all out of respect. So how would you explain, and I'm not trying to dig any deeper, but you pretty much said it, but Let's say someone's like, okay, this sounds great, uh, wonderful, but I'm not getting it. Yeah, totally. Um, so Because there's a lot of them that I say, hey, I'm cool. just living in the drama, the trauma. And no sooner do I get right. through this. So what's that continual walking? Absolutely. Such a great question. So um, some, some really tangible practicals that I was equipped with in my second year of school from my revival group pastor. Um, I was taught to begin doing this daily process and it's not a recipe not a ritual it's just it's all about relationship with him but kind of more intentional in terms of i would ask myself three main questions in my secret place time and i would journal them the first one is um how is my heart doing mm. what is my and what does my heart need and as a guy that's quite challenging right and even to journal like most guys we don't come out of the room with a pen and a journal in our hand like a lot of ladies do generally speaking right so so this is a new skill to pick up so how does my, how is my heart? What does my heart need? And then I would just briefly, concisely write the circumstances going on in my life currently, whatever it may be. And then the third thing um, is what do I choose? So what am I going to do about these things? What am I going to do about what my heart needs? What am I going to do about the circumstance of my life? And, and, and invite the Lord into this whole conversation. And what it does is I'm now giving um, voice to my heart. I'm inviting the Lord into it. I'm recognizing my circumstances and making powerful choices. So I'm no longer a victim. I'm a victor. Wow. Right. And I'm making godly choices because I'm becoming more tender to his will and aligning myself with that. And in the whole process, he's now, um, he's just healing and ministering wow, my heart. So good. Right. And so with enough time, you start to have these just, phenomenal encounters with the Lord and you kind of look back over the months and you realize like, wow, he healed me mm. so deeply in this walk and in this journey. Cause I took that extra intentional right. step with him on a regular yeah. basis. Wow. So and what are those things normal. again? What were those questions again? Just um, real quick. Cause I think, yeah, I think that's something we all could do. So go ahead. Absolutely. So uh, the first one is how is my heart and, and what does my heart need? Okay. Um, and what's going on in my life? 
Okay. And what do I choose? What do I choose? Okay, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's beautiful. And then yeah. you journal that, and I, I don't know about you, but if I journal, I get a lot of, I'm in very much an internal, but yeah. that's good. That helps you continually to write, and so that's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Um, one thing I'm so passionate about right now is this mandate about using your voice. Mm. And if anyone sees me online, they'll see I've just become more and more narrowed down to that, especially in the days that we're living. How do you, how do you feel like you use your voice? That's one question. I have a couple more. Yeah. How do I use my voice? Um, you know, I'm incredibly intentional with the things that I post on social media. Okay. For example, um, and a lot of things what I'll do is, is I think like a lot of people, we have a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas. Um, but what I'll do is I'll take the time to really chew on things with the Lord and I'll, and I'll, I'll journal things out, whatever's going on in my eternal world. I'll, I'll, I'll put it all out in a journal and then I'll chew on it intentionally with the Lord and I'll sort of refine it down to like one or two sentences. And then what I found, one thing that Jesus does is he takes it a step further and he turns that one or two sentences into a question. Wow. A incredibly wow. challenging question. And that, yeah. that's, I think, how you can spot people that are like really have gotten to a place where they've, they've grabbed their voice to influence is when they can go through that whole process and, and land with a question. Yeah, because that in itself is, does something for you. But so you're just really what you're doing is releasing the overflow, which we get to enjoy the overflow. I would never want to write from pain, although much of the vine dresser words that I've written have come from me dealing with pain, mm. but um, I just feel like now that's really good. Like some of my ladies, they're like, I don't really want to go on social media, but you know, I'm not afraid to. And then there's a group that's like, uh, show me how I can share my voice without being online. So I was like, I was thinking about that, and then. I read an article, the book hadn't even been released yet by Christy Johnston, and it said the power of prayer, and Dave and I believe in declarations, that's just something that's phenomenal in our lives. The more we say a person's name, boom, in prayer, boom, there they show up on our Facebook or they show up on a text. It just happened just two days ago. We were talking about a young son, and uh, I said, I wonder how he's doing, and boom, Dave started making declarations. That night, there was a text from that young man. And Come we're on. just seeing it. People we haven't heard from. So, so that's a declaration. And I've always believed that a declaration is something in the atmosphere that angels are just waiting. Yeah. Say it, say it. So then when Christy came around, hey, I hadn't wow. even read her book yet, okay? Mm. And she says, and I, she doesn't say the word declaration, but she says, when you combine prayer, prayer which covers with the potency of the prophetic, yeah. boom, that is the releasing where you can shift atmospheres. You can speak heaven's solutions, just like the FRP process. You've got a problem, but heaven's solutions come in, swoop in from the word of God. Mm. So How would you encourage? I mean, I, I'm just still chewing on that and excited yeah. about it because this is what we're walking, but I never had words for it mm. exactly. I know you walk in that yeah. area. Share you know, a little bit of the ground yeah. where you've walked with that. You know, um, I think one of the most pivotal things that I learned from Bill Johnson is um, how to 
how to walk in these things with like really partnering with heaven and with God's voice and with the angelic. Like we're obviously, he talks about how we're obviously not supposed to worship angels, but it's foolish to ignore them. Wow. Right. And they, they are waiting to partner with our prayers that align with the father's heart. And there's something about how, if we can attune our hearts and ears to what the father is speaking, and then we align with that and we speak that out in a prayer and a declaration and a prophetic word, there's, there's a fragrance on that that the angels respond to because it's from the throne room. Mm, that's exactly right? it. My realm is to say, how can I speak and encourage people to use their voice? And mm. I, I ask God even uh, for people to interview. And God, I just highlighted you. And I'm like, yeah, I can ask Steve. I feel like, you know, we've known each other. But I just want to speak that. I just think that God is raising you up, Steve, that you'll do more interviews. Um, mm. I believe there will be uh, chapters in future books about your life and the choices that you made in your manlyhood, in your chivalry, or how do you say it, in your emotional healing. And that's, a, you are a voice for our nation. And I just want to encourage you with that. And I thank you just being here humbly, live or recorded. I just think atmospheres are shifting. And I hope you enjoyed that. Steve Montano, oh, we love to be able to spend time. I might, I might add that after this interview, Dave and I hung out with Steve for quite some time. And as Dave and I, passion is to speak life into generals. That's what Steve is. And life into people like you. Hey, I still have a few spots left open in light of that. It's the blueprint, identity blueprint that we offer here at the Kingdom Mentor Academy. And uh, it's just a chance to ask you some questions, uh, give you a solid foundation for breakthrough, and speak into your identity. So if you want to check that out, it's redeemyourvoice.com forward slash blueprint now. Blueprint now is all in lower cases. So redeemyourvoice.com forward slash blueprint now. It'd be such an honor to connect with you and talk about your voice. All right, let's do this together. We say no to striving and yes to abiding to live in the sweet spot of our divine destiny. I'll talk to you in the next podcast.